The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, October 22nd. 2022 and today the next generation of cigar makers and cigar celebrities it's the changing of the gods who will the next big players be in the cigar industry welcome everybody to the cigar authority and you are listening to the cigar authority now in its 13th year making it the longest continually running cigar podcast Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. I had an interaction with a listener today, this yes. morning. Yes. He was looking specifically for Lanceros. And I we, showed we him. We have plenty. I showed him the Cigar Authority Lancero, and he said, "Isn't that the one you guys are always trying to get rid of?" Yes. And I said, "Yes, it is." And he said, "I'll take this one," and he grabbed the one next to it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he left it there. Wow. His name's Ryan. All right, Ryan. The Tyler. I'm sorry, Tyler. 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 Could, could throw us a ball, Tyler. We'll call you Ryan now, for instance, <laughs> from that one. <laughs> Um, we were supposed to have a guest today. I was looking forward to today's show, October 22nd, because the plan was to have Henderson Ventura on the show. And Henderson is a young hot cigar maker in the Dominican Republic. When you say hot, do you mean attractive? He is attractive, but <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean, he is like the next big thing, if, I think. If you were a swing dancer and he was a swing dancer, would you consider dancing with him? Jonathan would. No. No. So he's not that hot. No, because I wouldn't dance with another man. Oh, even if he was a good dancer. <laughs> Carry on then. Okay. Uh, I have worked with his father, William Ventura, for many years. Um, um, Henderson is the son of William Ventura. Um, I was excited for Henderson to join us live um, for the first time on the Cigar Authority, and his plan was to come up for a few days and visit the three stores. Um, he that has plan made, went up in smoke. Huh? That plan it, went up in sure smoke. It sure did. Too Ooh. soon? Yes. <laughs> William Ventura made cigars for us for over 25 years, including Classic, Studio 21 in the past. And I visited them earlier this year uh, for a future project, uh, along with taking their brands on, uh, the Adventura brands, which is Henderson and uh, not the Ventura Cigar Company, but his cigar brand, Offshoot. Um so I, I saw Henderson and his brothers. Um, I saw, see their next projects that they have coming out, uh, which we carry. Um, very exciting, very um, creative from the... Outside the box, yeah. for sure. And I, I, I see this and I look at it and I say, oh my God, these guys are going to be big. This is going to be a big thing. So 
Unfortunately, uh, Intercigar SA, which is Maurice Koch's Viaelo Cigars, uh, maker of lots of private brands, including things for Tony Serino, uh, and Tobacalera William Ventura, makers of Adventura Cigars, which we're going to light up in a minute. Both factories, same building, suffered a massive fire. A huge fire broke out at 4 a.m. Monday morning, September 26th, at the Zona Franca Las Palma which is owned by Hochi Blanco, that whole area sure. um, in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Hochi Blanco makes La Galera cigars. The, um, that particular building where um, Ventura was in, uh, totally destroyed. It's a total loss. Um, due to the fire, no fire hydrants being in there in a small fire department. The fire was still burning in the afternoon. It started at 4 in the, four in the morning. And uh, the whole idea was just to control it from going over to the next building. There was nothing they could do, and they, they just sit there and watch their right. factory burn down. Uh, tobacco era William Ventura has become increasingly well-known in the cigar industry, well-respected for many years, those that knew who they were. And the Adventura brand, very, very popular um, new brand that's out there, along with them making cigars for other people, including including Freud cigars, which is another big new thing that was coming out. So as of late, uh, I'm still guessing um, electrical fire, but it hasn't been confirmed. Uh, regardless um, of any investigation, nothing was saved. The fire <coughs> did not damage the smaller factories around it, but um, that is a total uh, wipeout. Um, they say um, we will be back. Uh, we ask one favor for the cigar community. Please be patient with our brands and the cigars we manufacture. Please be patient with all our retailers who carry the products we produce. We need support now more than ever. So the show is going to go on, and we are going to support them. And the, we're going to start with the first cigar we're going to light up today. Barry, what do we have? And today's first cigar is the Aventura Queen's Pearl, which is manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Aventura Cigars. The size is a 4.5 by 50 Robusto, and it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over Ecuadorian binder with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Ecuador, and Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single will set you back $11.39, while a box of 20 is $201.99, which comes out to $10.09 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $26, or 11% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Hey, Barry, in the notes there, is, does it say whether a queen's pearl, is that a euphemism for something else? or uh, I don't know, but it could be. Could be. Are you insinuating that there's some double entendre at play? There may be. We could ask him, but he's not here. Oh, well. Uh, notice the band on this. It's a metal. There's some metal to it. It's like um, foil, aluminum, foil. Would you use the term metallic, perhaps? No. It, it's not colored metallic. I'm saying that the, the makeup, it's not paper. Um, it's, it's, it's not paper. It's not paper. It's possibly metal, yeah. which would make it metallic. No, metallic is a color, right? No. It doesn't have to be. All right. It's a property. Yeah? Yep. All right. Let's Just when it. you thought you weren't going to learn anything today, folks. Oh, it's it's coming. You're going to learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to light our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo 
cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Pernomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. I got the cold draw, and Barry, of everyone on the panel, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about before everybody else does. So I need to paint the scene. You're at, you're at a, a farm. You're at the, the, the back of the barn, and there's a deck, and there's some ice on the steps. Oh, God. And you slip, <laughs> you slip on the ice, and you hit your head just hard enough, like you just cross into your concussed, that little marshmallowy kind of flavor that's on the back of your tongue. Right, Barry? Whatever you say. <laughs> Barry is that a- what it is? No. Barry has had a concussion this week, and Jonathan is making sport of that. Ed Sullivan smashed his head over here in the eye, and, and you're fine right now. I'm fine right now. You shouldn't be making fun of things, because what Calm. comes around goes around. Karma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Karma's a bitch. Does concussion have a flavor? Yeah, it tastes like marshmallow. <laughs> marshmallow think, and barnyard. I would think it would be metallic. metallic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe we should light this. Yes, please. We're going to light our cigar today with the Recoil by Vertigo. The Recoil by Vertigo is a single action lighter with one jet angled for your pleasure. The single jet is fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank on the side. You've got a flip-out bullet punch. You have a large fuel window and easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Recoil by Vertigo. Christmas is coming. I think Vertigo should be on everybody's mm-hmm. list. Great stocking stuffers. It is. Okay. So here we go. I got an email um, sent to me Monday, October 3rd, after that fire broke out, which is, I hope this email finds you well and apologizing for the delay reaching out to you. This is coming from Adventura. We really appreciate your understanding, but we must cancel Henderson's travels for the remainder of the year. We are doing everything we can to get production running full speed. Uh, by the way, they have other places that they make the cigars, and thank God there's someplace else for them to go, so they're not shut down, but you've got to imagine the quantity they can produce is far less. Um, running at full speed, and some to maintain losing too much time to replenish inventory. This has been a heartbreaking decision. And we know the value of building a strong relationship with partners like you. If it's okay, we would like to reschedule. Absolutely not. We're not rescheduling. That's great. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Uh, If there's anything we can do in the meantime, please let us know. What a a shame of a company really getting going. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Does that rank as the best excuse ever, or Christian still has it with the broken airplane that, windshield? The broken windshield was really good because, like, how would I know? But he ended up sending pictures after because he knew who I was. <laughs> Here's a picture of a broken windshield. I don't know if that's your broken windshield or whatever. It was creative. Right. This one was. But you know the factory burned down. I mean, that was, the, it was big news. That's all over the this cigar one news. was just tragic tragic nobody was hurt thank god Mm -hmm. but i hear very lack of insurance across the board Mm -hmm. um very very hard to get um down there anyway very expensive um so they a lot of them wing it so lot lots lost along with time when you have a hot brand you have to strike while the iron's hot, right? Mm-hmm. It's hot, and now's the time. This is the, was the perfect time for them to come up and the perfect time to introduce the cigars to the world of 
right. of the Cigar Authority people. They were getting great momentum. Yes. It was really starting to roll. And not to mention the backlog of tobacco that you have to have to be able to make a first run and then right. have it ready for the second run and a third run. And that momentum dies when you lose your crop that you've been sitting on. What a, what a shame. That's the biggest loss right there, the loss of tobacco. Yeah. You know. I went down to go see them maybe six, seven months ago and I'm looking and I go, here's the next big thing. And, and again, remember, the factory's been around for a long time with, with, with the father, but these, uh, his sons are really, really into it. And they were excited to show me different blends and things. We sat there and they had everything all lined up when I got there. And I go, this is the real deal, man. These guys, are, this is going to be the next, next big thing. And it still may be the next big thing, but it'll probably be a year or two delayed. Because they have to get back up to where, where they were. You know, they, they just took major steps backwards from where they were. So this isn't the first time things like this happened into the cigar industry fires. It's been a common thing. Going way back to 1901 Tampa, Florida, 20 buildings in the heart of West Tampa were burned this morning, uh, 1901, October 4th. Um, the fire was... Um, discovered in a large factory of the O'Halloran Company, um, and the water supply was inefficient, insufficient, inadequate. Inadequate. Inadequate is the word. I think you may have invented a new word there. Inadequate. You read like you're concussed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 20... So West Tampa, we have a brand West Tampa Cigars now, and we'll have have, uh, Rick Rodriguez on over there, but... October 4th, 1901, there's 20 cigar factories all lined up. They all burned to the ground in one day. So he probably knows the story of what happened there, but water supply. There's a fire. You need water to put Mm -hmm. it out. This is the problem that happened in the Dominican Republic also. 1902, very interesting story here. Eight girls killed in a factory panic. An accident to a boy causes catastrophic in Philadelphia. When a cigar workers imagined the building on fire and trampled on each other trying to escape, there was no fire. Hmm. An unfortunate accident to a deaf and dumb boy, Isidore Bacchus was a de- in day-to-day direct responsible for the death of eight women, young girls, the fatal injury of three others, and serious injury of more than two scores of girls employed, two scores how many is that? 20. 20 in a score, so that would be 40. Uh, he knows these things. It's unbelievable. It's almost like he, he read Abraham Lincoln's speech. Employed <laughs> in a cigar factory in Hoshberg, um, the branch of the American Tobacco Company, located on 10th Street in Washington Ave, um, trampled to death because of the fire. And we, we Because probably, of a non-fire. Right, because of the fire that mm-hmm. didn't even happen. But we remember the... Um, <laughs> Nightclub, the station nightclub in Rhode mm-hmm. Island, 2003, 100 people uh, died from that fire that happens at a nightclub. And in Boston, Coconut Grove, Coconut Grove, 1942, 492 people sure. died, trampled on each other because of a fire that happens. So know your exits where you go and leave. And thank God for the Dominican Republic. Yeah. There was nobody there. It was four o'clock Always carry a fire extinguisher no. everywhere you go. Yeah. Um, 1910, uh, Frederick Cigar Factory in Indiana, um, nearby building, got caught on fire, and uh, which made their theirs factory go and then uh, catch on fire. And all the cigars 
hand-rolled, not machinery, hand-rolled factory in Indiana. Um, goes down, 700 people out of work. And um, after it's all burned down, brick building, so it's all gutted. It turns into the Parodi Cigar Factory hmm. uh, after that. Which Mod- makes sense. I mean, it, you got kind of a smoky flavor <laughs> yeah. for the tobacco. Can't get the smokes out. So go to modern day, 1978. Vandals burned down the Padron factory and warehouse in Esteli, Nicaragua. Burned it to the ground. Vandals did it. 1983, anti-Castro terrorist responsible for bombs that ripped through Little Havana in Miami and burned down the Padron facility there. 1983. Big target on Padron's back. Yep. 2011, fire destroys two Atoro Fuente tobacco factories. 2011, remember when that happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Via Gonzalez and um, the, the storage facility where the aged tobacco was. So as much as, uh, as Barry said, the factory goes down and you lose your cigars and stuff, you've lost your crop for the next years going forward. And it takes years and years to recover. That was 2011. Uh, here it is, 2022. We're still short when it comes to uh, Toro Fuente cigars. 2015, a historic Tampa, Florida cigar factory was destroyed in a fire. Um, the Palmetto Beach Cigar Factory collapsed during the fire on July 5th. I don't know what that was, but right there in Tampa, Florida, and now Ventura um, is 2022. So, so wouldn't you say that the big key, since you know that you're dealing with a combustible material, would be to have a sprinkler system. Yes. Collect rainwater if you have to, have it in a big cistern, and then you got a shot. I've never seen it. Hmm. I've never, and you even know that um, it happens with the pylones of tobacco that heat up. They and can spontaneously it. it happens combust. in barns. It happen, when it happens into the factory, though, they've lost probably about three years. So Ventura is not, they lost what they did. It's the, it's the t- old tobacco that right. is going to be used years from now. And they can buy some. And I hear there's people, and I, and I hope it's true, that their competitors are jumping in and helping out. Yeah, I have some tobacco for you. I have some molds for you. Because they lost all their molds. Um, you know, how, how do you end up operating the next day? You know, you have this little factory that's going, but now you have to build. You take those people that don't have a job, and you're going to squeeze them in somehow. Right. Well, very tragic what ended up happening there. But um, let's get to the poll question of the week, brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And we're currently in the middle of the rapper battle, and you can go to thecigarauthority.com, and you can cast your vote. And uh, this week was the final four, and we now have our head-to-head matchup for the championship. The first uh, was San Andreas versus Cameroon. And Cameroon pulls off the upset with 51.9% of the vote. It is. 51% was close. 51.9. Yes, sir. All right. And then in the next bracket, we had Corojo versus Pennsylvania Broadleaf. And Corojo won big. Big. I think that says 86%. So with 86% of the vote. It says 68%, but. Oh, no. My bad. Read the wrong line. Yeah. Hmm. Concussion <laughs> must be it. It's all so the lectins. This, I don't so this mean. week it'll be Corojo versus Cameroon for the winner of the 2022 Rapa Battle. I'm going to wow. have to guess Corojo. Yeah. And after the commercial break, you could uh, go over and vote as I get the uh, information up there. 
There's more people using Cameroon than Corojo, though, as a wrapper, wouldn't you think? They're both hard to get tobaccos. Yeah. I mean, it's so, kind of old school versus new school. I mean, Corojo's been around for a long time, but it's going through a resurgence. Hmm. hmm. Well, I, I don't want to influence anybody. I have my thoughts. Now, is the Corojo the authentic one? Or yes. The, yeah, yes. Yeah. Corojo 99 was eliminated. Right. We had the hybrid. Voted off the island. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting what people think. I, I was shocked because San Andreas was in the lead up until Thursday morning. Hmm. And then Cameroon came in with the late vote. God. The absentee ballots. God, <laughs> goddamn Jay Bushy. <laughs> Yeah, this is just people's opinion, but it's interesting. Right. I found it interesting because Medium the Full won on the the uh, Cigar Authority yeah, poll, okay. and Cameroon is probably closer to Medium than it is Medium the Full, where San Andreas is Medium the Full the Full. Yeah. Right? So I was that to me that was a huge upset. Yeah, yeah. So we are smoking the Adventura Queens Pro Robusto. Um, I, I think it's a um, you know when you get the twist, tie, the the bread thick twist tie thing. Oh yeah. Or maybe it goes around the broccoli. Oh yeah, the big one. Where are you the, going with this? The the, the, the flavor profile. No, no, I'm talking about the band. The band is interesting to me because it's metal. Mm-hmm. It's a metal band. Look it. I believe you. <laughs> I like it. I they, gathered that they they have um, speaking boxes. They have. Yeah. Uh, Holograms on boxes. They so much. They've gone. Going they've on. gone outside the box. Flavor wise, I'm getting a little saltine cracker mm. and a little cinnamon. I said it for you, Barry, because I know you. in your state you're going to struggle with. I definitely get the saltines. Most words. It's light. It's a three right now. But I'm. Ooh. You've really gone a long way. I only did a little bit of the cigar. You've gone more than everybody. Well, you're talking. Mm. It's all of it enough flavor for you? It's got a ton of flavor, so yeah. it, it is on the milder side for me, but very enjoyable. Yeah. All right. Let's go to break. And when we come back, last week we had a pizza that took almost two hours to get to us. Where did it go and what really happened after the show? And um, we have a rivalry, rivalry right now between two guys and five guys, and we'll tell you about that also in the next and next, big names and next generation of cigar celebrities. We'll get to that. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean Basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar-making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nick Aragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking the Adventura Queens Pro Robusto. Uh, and with there's smoke, there is fire. We're going to talk about the young guns in the cigar industry. Welcome back. We are smoking the Adventura Queens Pearl. And uh, I have a taste. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Apple Jacks. Remember Apple Jacks yes, cereal? Do. A is for Apple, J is for Jacks. That's it. Cinnamon Toasty Apple Jacks. Do you, do you, have you ever had that? 
Of course or, I have. Or the generic version for the poor yes. kids. Yes, it's the poor one. <laughs> yeah. the, the no frills. They were a- Apple O's. Yeah. <laughs> Apple Jacks. I get Apple it. There's a little yeah. bit of an odi odiness to it as well. With the, with the cinnamon yeah. that he mentioned. And the toasty. And, and you would, I had not smoked very much, so during the break mm. I got to smoke further into it. And... It is ramped up in flavor, not strength, nope. but much, much, lot, a lot of flavor mm-hmm. for a, for a this shade is cigar. One of the most flavorful Connecticut's in its price point. Yeah, I would say not your grandfather's Connecticut cigar. I mean, this is a different, a lot of flavor on this on this cigar. Uh, and to me, it has the second most annoying band to remove in the cigar industry. <laughs> Doesn't make it a bad thing. I love a, the band. It's a pain in the ass to take off. I love this band. I think this is what bands should be made out of. It's not paper. I'm, I'm going to take it off because I want to. It is hard to take <laughs> yeah. off. Wow. I'm wondering if I can use the uh, I got it. Dwayne Morenci trick. Hammer and Sickle had a, a copper band for a while, yeah. right? And there yes. Was, and there was a guy based out in California that owned a vineyard that used a very uh, terroir cigars, mm. T-E-R-R-O-I-R. Oh. So it was like the material from a wine bottle yes. or something? Yeah, which, was very, this which is. is very similar mm. to that. That's what this is. This is that when you're yeah. peeling off the, there, yeah, right? That's mm. it. Foil. Yeah. It's not foil. It smells like it's aluminum. Heavier. Or tin. It's a very... Because it's soft, lightweight tin. I hope it's you not like, lead. You mean like tin foil? <laughs> it's not tin foil. No, it's not tin foil, but there is a tin. You would tin. say this is tin foil? There is a tin it to it. It feels like it's tin to me. I, I wouldn't say it's aluminum. It's but, too shiny. But foil is thin. This is not thin. You know that, that, it's, that it's only that thin in the foil thing because that makes it economical. They can package? roll it thicker. Is this yes. a care package? Yes. All right, so everybody's got it out there, there. there. There's a lot of people complaining about the removal of the band, but once they get it off, they'll be very impressed. I'll tell you guys the trick. The trick is to take your single jet lighter like this recoil. I just touched where the band was, <laughs> no. was together. No, you melted it And off. I was able to peel it right off. No, just put, you got to peel it off easy so it stays, you know, you don't want to tear it because it's not paper. But this is an awesome band. They're doing all these things out of the box, different yep. than everybody else is doing. So uh, you you seem to to laud that effect that you like that, and I just came up with another way of taking the band off. But you don't like that. No, burn it. I just heated it up a little no, bit. No, you burnt it. You melted it. <laughs> See, it's burnt. It's it's uh, ruined. Ruined. You've ruined the band. <laughs> it's not reusable. It's now. not respectful. Why would you? <laughs> The place burned down in a fire, and you lit the band on fire. It's like no respect at all. It's no respect at all. It is too soon. I wasn't asking. All right. It's a nice band. Look at that. Stays right there. I like it. So it's a winner. What isn't a winner is last week after the show. You know we did the pizza thing. We're going to get into it deep during the the after show. Dave's not letting this one go. No. But... We ended up getting the pizza at about one forty, and did we announce that the pizza, where the pizza ended up going? I don't know if we told people. Yes, we I think did. We I think did. did. Yeah. It ended up at Five Guys. Yes. So that was all that ended up happening. The pizza went to Five Guys. They brought us new pizza after we were forced to call them and tell them 
we haven't got the pizza. And they said, yeah, we know we sent it to the wrong place. They knew they sent it to five guys. Mm-hmm. They didn't call us to say we sent it to five yeah. guys. Go retrieve it mm-hmm. from five guys or make us new pizza. They said, what do you want us to do? And Trevor said, yeah, make us more new pizza and get it, get it to us. So an hour and 40 minutes later, and pre-tipped, by the way, mm-hmm. which pisses me off because <laughs> I had to give them, I did give them money, and I want, I want my tip back, basically, yeah. because to ensure prompt service. It wasn't prompt an hour 40, and we had to beg for them to make us new pizza. They should have just did it. But anyway, it wasn't over for Trevor downstairs. It was, as far as we were concerned, we ate the pizza and we finished the he show. Was, and now, for people listening, as angry as Dave sounds, and yes, I know what you're thinking, he has gone full Maduro for the second week in a row on the same problem. Well, they don't know the rest of the story. Trevor was out of his ever-loving mind. Because he wasn't getting any respect on the other side. But not, not even from that. How dare another company keep the pizza Correct. that they didn't order? Correct. So he sent somebody out to go retrieve the pizza from five guys. So he goes to them and says, you have our pizza? You- Which to me is a terrible thing. At that point, you just let it go. Because I'm not going to eat that pizza. If I, I worked at Five Guys, I would have spit in it before. Because now I know you guys are coming and taking the pizza from me. I'm hocking a loogie in that thing. You're a restaurant. Would you dare do that? Then what do you say about what they're doing to the hamburgers and, and You're all talking that? about minimum wage employees. No, Nobody's we're talking about you. Wage. Nobody you just said has, you would do it. Yeah. Everybody's making double minimum Folks, wage. Folks, anyway. Barry doesn't even if, know if, what he's saying. He's concussed right now. I Nothing guarantee that he's you, saying is really the majority accurate. of our listeners would not touch that pizza after you say, hey, I'm coming to get my pizza that was delivered to you. How dare you take that pizza? So they went there, and they weren't happy about giving it up. But they ended up right, and they so they weren't happy. Even more reason to think they could have done something. They to that stole pizza. the damn pizza. They took it, and we took it back on them. principle. Even the right you move was it. should have been we didn't order pizza. Of course, right. But now that they've received said pizza, at this point, I cut my losses. Keep the pizza. How could they I'm not, not know it. that it was for friggin' two guys? Because people get us confused all the time. People we, walk in and they go, "Oh, this isn't the burger place." We have a giant smoking cigar outside, and they walk in thinking this is the and burger it, and place. It says giant word cigars. <laughs> <laughs> People get us confused all the time. So obviously, it was for two guys. You just say to the driver, "You got the wrong guys. Bring it down the street. It's two guys." They cat room agrees make, with me. They wouldn't touch it. Really? I'm no. not saying you eat the pizza. I'm no. not saying that. I ate it. Dave ate it, but. I'm not saying you eat the pizza, but you gotta. You and, can't let them Ed, have the pizza. Me and Ed have another whole pizza story that we're gonna. Not, <laughs> maybe we'll save for another show of would you eat the pizza? Well, we we ate the pizza. We ate it. Uh, you can't tell that story. No, <laughs> you can't tell that story. <laughs> maybe next week. Maybe next week we'll tell that story. But this story ends with we go get the pizza. Now there's three pizzas ordered. They give us two back, and. Mike, who went and, p- and picked it up, said, where's the other pizza? And they said, well, we ate some of it. He says, well, give me the rest of it. <laughs> and they reluctantly gave him the rest of the pizza that was missing two slices. That's, out of that's the only pizza I might have touched because they were planning on keeping that to eat. So they probably didn't touch that pizza. I ate the, the one that was fine. Or so you yeah. think. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Did it taste like tea? You know that sore that you can't get rid of on your lower lip? Not at all. Not at all. uh, (laughs) It's from that. It's a restaurant that serves food, and they should never, ever 
nobody should ever do anything to somebody. It, and they should not be angry with me. I should be angry with them. They kept mm-hmm. the pizza. You I are have, angry with I them. I wouldn't yeah. keep the pizza from them. If somebody delivers a pizza here and it says five guys and we didn't order pizza and it's paid for, I say, you got the wrong place. It's five guys. Oh, geez, thanks a lot. But it was the pizza delivery guy who had an attitude. It was the pizza people at five guys who had an attitude. And the people at the pizza place, what do you want me to do? We sent it to the wrong place. What? What? So are you saying you were the only one without an attitude? I have an attitude now. (laughs) If a guy comes up to to the counter and he has Padron Natural and he buys them, he picked them out, he buys them and leaves and comes back in and says, I got the wrong ones. Of course, we swap them out. Yeah, it's our. He's oh, I is, got the is wrong. Is he worried ones. they're going to spit on my on my patrons? Absolutely not. Of course, absolutely not. not. Hmm. The, the, the mistakes happen, and you got to understand that mistakes happen. But it's how you deal with the mistake that's important. All right. Anyway, we'll get into the after show on the rest of that story <laughs> and dig deeper onto my goddamn tip that I want back. <laughs> the the guy ended up getting ten bucks for. Not doing anything, did everything wrong, and has an attitude. Well, if anything, he he got ten dollars and he made two deliveries. So I mean, he got half the tip. There's ten and a half shows left this year. What's the over under that we hear this again this year? Oh, we're definitely the over under is like three and a half. Should five guys have tipped him? (laughs) (laughs) Probably they should have. I wonder if they did. Maybe they tipped him. I I have no idea. You doubt it because they're getting free free uh, pizza. For nothing. Anyway, let's let's move on to cigar stuff. <laughs> Do you remember the Cigar Magazine cover 2012? I'm going back 10 years ago. And um, a, a Cigar Magazine GP, what is that? Um, cigar Press. Cigar it's Press. CP. Okay. Cigar Press. Um, Which they, is Thor's magazine. Okay. They did a cover, and it was the young guns in the cigar industry. And Ed, those that are watching on YouTube or uh, Facebook... You can see uh, the cover of the magazine here. And, Barry, tell me who's on that cover. I can't see. It uh, looks like Matt Booth, starting left to right clockwise. You got Matt Booth, George Rico, Dion Giolito, uh, Elizion, Pete Matt Johnson. Booth, one, 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 and then one. in the front row, you got uh, Jonathan Drew from Drew Estate. And yeah. next to him, you got John Huber uh, from, from Crown, Crown Heads. Heads. So those were the young guns 10 years ago. And what I want to do is, like, try to recreate who the young guns would be 10 years later. This is the next generation of young guns of who it could possibly be. So what's be. the criteria for us to Well, recreate? you're looking at that. Now Now, just you're recreating that magazine today. Okay. Um, who would you gather together to try to recreate that? Who are the young guns in the cigar industry? I, I think the show has gone full circle because the first time that we had that magazine cover discussed you were not happy because <laughs> the gentleman industry that we're in you used to show up in a suit and tie or at the very least a jacket <laughs> and those guys looked half homeless on the cover of a cigar magazine it, it was kind of shocking of it, this is how you dress for the photo shoot type of thing but it kind of changed the cigar industry for a good because it, it was you know the stuffy, older gentlemen. Different and generation. And here they were bringing it to a new generation, yes. attracting a new clientele. 100%. 100% exactly what, it, what ended up happening. But an initial look at that when it was in, I go, wow, is this what the cigar industry turned into? 
you know, of, <laughs> of um, you know, would be the, the Newmans from J.C. Newman yeah. uh, on some other cover. And then all of a sudden you look at this and say, wow, is this what it is? But it did create a whole different, you know, I think we still have the suit and tie guy that likes the cigar. Sure. And maybe um, that person um, certainly drew a state by itself. I mean, um, did, did a lot of that. So we're, we're smoking Adventura. And I thought that Henderson Ventura is one of those people or just about ready to become one of those people that he's the young gun and his brothers that go along with it. But um, that was one thought of who it is. And I have a, a bunch written down, but you're, um, I'll, I'll read out who I have here. Max Fernandez, Agonosa Leaf, that is um, the son of Eduardo Fernandez, who's now the blender, and he could be the young, you know, young blender. But how does that fit into the old cigar press? Because these were all guys starting their own companies. You've you, you got a few people on here that I'll let you get to that are the next generation of an existing company. Is, is everybody on there? No, because... Um, George you, Rico. George Rico's father. Right. That's yeah. the only one, but everybody else in there started their own company. Dion Giolito started Illusion. Yeah, Pete Johnson true. started Tatuaje. Matt Booth, Room 101. Jonathan Drew, Drew Estate. And uh, John Huber started his own Crown Heads. Well, Matt Booth was really the face of Room 101. Did he start it? Did he own Room 101 then? He, room 101 jewelry, but then it was um, Christian Aroa that um, created a cigar brand and then later sold it to Davidoff. And, Who still owns it. Nope, because I, I, the brand, the name Room 101 was, was owned by, by Matt Booth. By Matt, because he owned the jewelry company. Yeah, and but he doesn't make, own it anymore. No, he was still making cigars, but now he works for, is it General? I think? Yeah, yep. and they bought his brand yep. name. Right. Does that conclude the jewelry name, too? Uh, probably not. Okay. Um so, yeah, you say that because, well, you know, I have um, Nestle Placentia Jr., big in the cigar industry right mm -hmm. now, but it's his father that started the company, I guess. But you got J.R. Dominguez, the same thing. You got new blood coming in with new ideas and a yeah. fresh set of eyes. Mm -hmm. Because certainly, William Ventura taking nothing back from him, old school, right. uh, Davidoff Would guy. Would never have used tin for no. a band, no, for no. example. No. Huh. Uh, Nicholas Perdomo. Um, the third. Nick yep. Trey. Ram Rodriguez. Like, I'd want to include him, but his father started the company before him. Right, which is, and his grandfather which is why, what are we going to use as the, you know, the criteria to make this list? Just everybody I have on here. I have um, Carson Serino from Serino Cigars. That's Tony Serino's son. Uh, Drew Newman, J.C. Newman. But he's, fourth generation. No, fourth generation, but he is there as the attorney for the company with his law degree, and he's looking at things in a different way. Outside the box comes up with the American. Yeah. I mean, that's that's some next generation shit. Is there anybody you can think of then? You say- Melillo? I got a few guys. You could put Nick Melillo on there. Okay. Uh, you could put uh, Sebastian Copet from uh, Cavalier. Uh, Rainier Lorenzo, uh, Noel Rojas. What about? Um, Can you include Skip Martin because his company's as old as some of the people on that list, but he didn't hit his stride until maybe like five years ago. You got Saka reinventing himself. I know it's not a next generation, but he's it's, got his kids his involved, and it's, it's his, his company. company. Yep. 
way different than what I ended up having. Actually, you're probably doing better than I am that way of those people I would say are the face of the brand where if I go to my list, it's you know, the next generation. Yeah, I, you know, uh, Tony Gomez and Lito Jr. No, the face of the brand is still the father, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you see. I mean, you can you I, see Tony Gomez out more than you see Lito out. Right. I'll give you a. I'll give you an argument for Carson Serino because his dad's brand was pretty much bundle brands. Yes. And when Carson came in, they started to move away from that. And went to a Serino brand. brand. So, you know, maybe you can make an argument that Carson would belong on that list. Um, You have um, Carlos Guillermo Gonzalez. He's Yaya, Mm -hmm. brand new, but he was at our anniversary party. Is that Guillermo? Guillermo, yeah. All right. He's going to be something. I, I think, think it'd be more be- of a conversation a year or two from now. Yeah. But with one brand right now, yeah, you can include him on the discussion, but would he make the final cut at this What's point? What's with the Dominicans and not using their names? They all have nicknames. Right. That's what Because he was always Guillet to me, and we always I only know him as Guillet. Right. You wrote the, his full name on there. I have no idea who that is. Where does, where does Guillet come from? <laughs> right. Guillermo Gonzalez. I don't know where it comes from. Maybe but. it's G I L A. That's they just shortened his middle name because that makes sense. Just don't use his if first he, name. Don't he, use his last name. Let's use his middle name and shorten it. If he continues down the road, he's currently on. I'm sure he'll be on the show eventually, and we can yeah. ask him. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just looking for the the idea was just to look for the next next guys, but you completely it's ruined. <laughs> the whole show is yeah. ruined. <laughs> I mean, I think Noel Rojas definitely has to be on that but, list. But because compared to the people that were on the old, and you list. can't be ageist. You can't exclude Saka because he. I mean, he's in the trenches and he is in that new and hip category. Yeah, but is he part of the new school? Because he was so associated with Liga Pravada, where Nick really wasn't. Nick Nick was behind the scenes. So I would vote to put Nick Bellillo well, on it over Steve Saka. It's the same so, guy that's smoking both of their so, stuff. So let's go back to get that picture back up just so I can see who's up there. You, you got um, Crown Heads that used to be CAO. Right. But he started his own company. So, yeah, you could use that argument that Saka belongs on the list. That you took John Hughes. Oh, you mean the argument I used? Right. Uh, So this gives gives you the the criteria to include Steve Soccer on the list. Thank you so much, Barry, for validating my feelings. I needed that. (laughs) Nobody gives a fuck about your feelings. That's right. That's right. Not even you. You've never had you've never had my brisket, but you had no problem weighing in on that this week. Well, it's not a smoked brisket if it's cooked sous vide, but it was yeah. smoke. So if you're going to replace John Huber, you'd replace him with Saka. You're going to replace Jonathan Drew, you replace him with Nick Belillo. You're going to take Pete Johnson, you're going to replace him, in my opinion, with Noel Rojas. But who do you replace Matt Belluth with? Who do you replace George Rico with? George Rico will replace with Carson Serena because his father was okay. kind of involved. Yeah. So now all you got to do is replace Dion Giolito and Matt Booth. Who do you replace that? Well, with? Dion Giolito owns a, a Skip Martin is a is a good replacement. Yeah, he owned a cigar shop. He created yeah. his own line, so we'll replace him. Huh. With, so now all we gotta do is replace Matt Booth. I mean, why don't we put Dave in there on the uh no, the I magazine? Don't know. He owns a couple brands. Mm-hmm. No. 
He's gone on tour before. No, plus I wouldn't wear a sweatshirt or a t-shirt yeah, in a photo shoot. Got to replace Matt Booth. So who do you, you know? Who do you replace? You him have with? that one blue jacket that you show up in every picture. Yes. Do you replace Matt Booth with Ranier Lorenzo, somebody who came from outside the cigar industry? Yes, he was a vet. Very good. Yeah. Um, do you need a tattoo to to be involved in this photo shoot? You have tattoo <laughs> sleeves. You can slide those I, on I again. Those sleeves for <laughs> Halloween. Halloween is coming up. All right. All right. Uh, we got nowhere with that, but uh, <laughs> right now it's time to ask the Don, which we normally don't have a place to go, but it's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars. Premium. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And Seth writes to us through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. So, after spending 27 years in the restaurant biz and developing a fairly adept palate and also completing my sommelier training... I'd like to think I have a fairly discerning sense of taste. However, when it comes to cigars, other than the cold draw, I find myself at a loss with the actual smoking experience. I can tell you I have, if I have thoroughly enjoyed a cigar or if it just doesn't hit my palate, how can I further my experience in my... Until you're lighting it wrong, right? Not necessarily. He's probably scorching the shit out of it and he <laughs> can't, because he can't tell the difference because if he went through the sommelier thing... You're obviously not burning your wine. Why wouldn't you pick up flavors of the cigar? What I notice is when I take a week off, he doesn't list how many cigars he smokes, but my guess is he's not smoking all that many. When I take a week off, I go on vacation, and I'm in a situation where I can't smoke, and I come back. I don't enjoy the first cigar like I enjoy the second cigar. When I did the COVID thing, man, Ooh. I came back. I loved it. Oh, my God. I want to do it every once in a while. You I want did to stop, the COVID but, thing. but I haven't stopped yet. I got to stop again. So do you recommend doing the COVID thing? No, no. 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 It's nice it got out of the way, but I got it out of the way. I mean, it's the dumbest thing ever, but everybody that's told me that they can't get flavors, a lot of it is a subconscious thing. I tell them to chew. And more more people than not have said that that opens up flavors for them. And that tasting wheel, you can get it on uh, the cigarauthority.com on the right-hand side. You'll see the tasting wheel. Print it out. Look at it. I, I have it right here all the time. Uh, doing the show because when Jonathan's saying the flavor notes and then we went to break and then I went on here and I started going through it and then I got to Apple Jacks from <laughs> not that Apple Jacks is on there but it narrowed it and like, all of oh, a sudden I'm tasting apple and oat what is that uh, the other thing uh, Seth is the the book Cigar Bliss absolutely changed how I perceived aromas and flavors because when you understand the why behind it. Uh, it also helps with the how. So hopefully those suggestions help you. There we go. So upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority. Next week, we're going to tell you about the Cohiba story, the all the story behind the brand Cohiba. Um, the following week, um, here's a young gun that could possibly be there. He's not all that young. No. But Rick Rodriguez. He's got to be in his 60s. You think he's 60? I think he's yeah. in his 50s. We'll ask him. We'll ask him. Um, He went from corporate to independent. So he went from general cigar 
to starting his own brand, and he's hot, and he's new when he's hot. Because he's old, does that does that matter? Is he not a young gun because of age? Well, we let Steve Saka in. I mean, right. he's, he's got to be sixties, anyways. I don't think so. I don't think he's seventy. No, fifties, no. no. late fifties. Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow, yeah Saka doesn't old. look good for his age. Where Rick Rodriguez <laughs> looks good for his age. Dude needs to put some sunblock on every once in a while. Well, we got Rick Rodriguez coming on November fifth, and we have a contest on November twelfth for our listeners, live listeners. So. If there's a show you want to win some prizes and come on to and listen live uh, or watch live, you'd have to watch live, right? Well, I'm supposed to do something for you. You are. Huh? So I'm giving well, you. Let's, we'll talk about it on Tuesday. All right. And then it's the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. So uh, then we're going to be wrapping up the year, get the contenders. Things are already getting bloody behind the scenes. Oh, with that, yeah. Fighting oh, yeah. over that. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fights. Yep. So uh, only certain ones can make the contenders, and we'll uh, not only do a contender show, but maybe an after show of could have been the contender of the people that didn't make the list. But uh, good cigars came out this year. Yeah. A lot of good stuff, so uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, right now, uh, we are smoking the Adventura Queen's Pearl Robusto. Queen's Pearl um, I'm sticking with my saltine cracker and cinnamon, and now we're getting. I'm in the final third. A little white pepper's being added to it. I think there is some sweetness for me, but I'm not getting apple. I think it's it's a sweeter cinnamon. Would you say Saigon cinnamon is more sweet? Uh, sure, like a Saigon cinnamon. I have no idea what that is. Jane Fonda's favorite. Uh, yeah, this cigar is. Very firmly packed, but a perfect draw. The draw's great. The burn's phenomenal. For Connecticut, the burn line's extremely thin. And it's a very nice-looking Connecticut wrapper, too. It's stronger than it looks now at this point. I'm more than halfway done with it. It doesn't get over a four. It's probably still a three for me. Yeah, I'd say it's a five. Eh, 3.7. I might go four, but I'm pushing it. Trying to be nice to get you... Back into it started, regular, Dave. It started mm. off mild, and then the flavor came on so strong. Maybe it's the, it's so, so flavorful. Flavor is like a nine. Yeah, lot a lot of taste. Da- Dave gets angry about food. Mm. Maybe we should order something on the break. And Maybe see how we it should. Goes. Maybe we should stop doing that on the show because <laughs> no, what you got to do so is mad. I, I got to eat beforehand. Is what's missing. Uh, Casey Carter. Proposes the TCA 12th anniversary Lancero as cigar of the year, but go. limited edition. Yeah, so can't win. No, can't win. And plus, and, the and it's la- ours, the- and we're doing the contest. <laughs> and the, and What's the- that? Nepotism? Is that the word? I don't know. Sleaze. Lack of sales <laughs> would, would have a major problem <laughs> with it too. That name something else that sold 300 boxes of how many? What 220 boxes yeah. in um, of one size? Of one rapper, but in like, that short amount of time, re- eight months. Repeat business. Lack of repeat business. <laughs> Six right? months. Six months. Two hundred twenty boxes. That's a that's a dream for every manufacturer. Yeah. Uh, lack of repeat sales. Somebody mm. bought it. They never bought it again. The cigar <laughs> isn't bad. It's a Lancero. Right. I could make that blend, and I, I should do that. Have that made in a regular size. Don't tell tell it. Put it out in the care package. Everybody's going to say, this is a great cigar. You should make this in a Lancero. <laughs> yeah, no shit. 
that's what would end up happening there. All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, we talked about who now, what will be the next big thing in the cigar industry, the size, the length, the taste profile, the price. What's it going to be? What's the next big thing in the cigar industry going to be? We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three 
separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hey, this is Michael Harklotz with Ferry Otego Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Michael Herklotz, there's another one it, for you. It'd be a conversation to have. All right, we that, are back, and we're that, talking that about... That was a clue for you. There it is, thank you. The next big thing uh, in the cigar industry, we were talking about people, but now we're going to talk about um, the strength, the size, the shape, the place, the thing. Um, what's going to be the next big thing uh, coming up in 2023 and forward? Um, and obviously, we don't know the answer to this. It's going to be just guessing what it is. Um, in this uh, first cigar, we're going to have, I thought was going to be the next, a next big thing also made by um, uh, the Ventura folks uh, that the factory burned down. And who knows when and if we get this again or whatever. Um, but what do we have here, Barry? Today's second cigar is the Freud Super Ego, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Freud Cigar Company. The size is 6.5 by 42, making it a Lonsdale, and it features a Dominican Corojo wrapper, Dominican binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. A single will set you back $17.19, while a box of 10 is $152.99, which comes out to $52.29 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $19, or 11% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Three bands on this, six by 42, Lonsdale. Lonsdale was a big deal yeah, back in the day. In the 80s, Lonsdale was probably the leader. But now is it just a chubby Lancero, or it's still got legs? 42. Even <laughs> if it was a 44. Huh. Then it'd be the Corona Gorda. 46. Yeah. 46. It's kind of thin. It's not a Lancero, but it's kind of thin. Um, it, it, the cigar needs thickness only to be able to make it interesting of blending. The, the thinner it gets, the hotter it yeah. gets. The, the 42 gives you a lot more space than a 38. 38, which is a true Lancero 38. But we're going to have a show in the future about the best size in the line. For Super Ego, this is the best size in this line. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's right. All right, let's give it a cut and light and make sure. 
It's time to cut a cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And speaking of price, do we think there will be price increases uh, in 2023 or late 2022? Um, one has already done it. Davidoff has hit it hard. Yep. If brands were smart, they wouldn't do a price increase at this least time. at the beginning of the year. Maybe do it later in the year when the economy recovers a little bit. Well, but we're starting to notice people are spending a little bit less on cigars, yeah. at least mail order. Saka says people need to take out a second mortgage for next year to afford his cigars. Yeah, so he's getting ready to take a price <laughs> increase for sure. It sure sounded that uh, way. And there's no doubt that the cost has gone up. Right. Labor cost has gone up. Yes. The, the electricity to to keep a factory, the operating costs have gone mm. up. Have you ever made homemade pasta? Yes. Yes. With semolina flour? Yes. yes. Then you cook the pasta. Right. And you smell the water. Pasta water is on my thing here because it is a taste. That's the cold draw. Where's my bell? You deserve a bell for that. Thanks. Pasta water. Hmm. We're going to light our cigar today with the Recoil by Vertigo. The Recoil by Vertigo features a recoiling single action. Huh. Hence the name. Igniting a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You've got a fuel window, a flip-out bullet punch, and easy adjustment, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Recoil by Vertigo. And that's all you need for this 42 ring gauge, by the way, is a single jet. Works just fine. What, what's the color on that, Jonathan? Brown. I got, I got a wood grain. Not the cigar, the lighter. Lighter. Oh, this is like a steel gray. Mm. I have a wood grain. Oh, nice. It's really not wood, no. but it looks like a wood grain. I like it. This will be on my wish list. For Christmas? For Christmas. Uh, you got about 100 of them in inventory, so <laughs> yeah. you can just take one anytime you want. <laughs> he usually takes uh, lower-end lighters, but a lot of them. Yeah, I've gone through a bunch. <laughs> um, I leave them around. I, I'm not, I know. The oddest Christmas gift I've ever seen is somebody gave Dave a cigar for Christmas once. Hmm. A good one? No. It's hmm. the thought that counts. It was the thought that counts, but... I know where you're going. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good. I feel like I'm drinking a milkshake with a thick, thick straw milkshake. Well, I mean, the good news is it, it doesn't make your fingers look as fat as a Lancero Correct. does. Correct. That's why. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not as much. It doesn't make. You're not going to be my proctologist with those yeah. ham hocks. With, with, with the chilly weather that's been happening, the arthritis, my fingers are swelling up. That's uh, what it is. It's the arthritis. Ed that's Sullivan. what it is. Yeah, it's, it's not all the salt on my pizza. It's, not the, it's definitely <laughs> not the pizza and the dough. No. Uh, all right. What's the next thing? Um, let's go to um, when I started, it was smooth and mild was the big thing in the 80s. And creamy. Yeah, creamy, smooth, mild, they would say. And it has morphed into flavorful. Um, 
will there be a word that'll go along with it? I think the word is going to be aromatic, and I think that blenders are getting into more focus on the middle primings, which is where your aroma comes from, because even companies like Aganorsa, who have been known as cigar makers that make fuller-bodied, fuller-flavored cigars, <clears throat> their whole new line of Validacion, nothing comes in as a strong cigar. You don't get much higher than medium plus, but what strikes me about that cigar is the aromatic properties on it. Okay. Well, the Connecticut's the same as the Connecticut prior to the validation of coin. That's what they say. Yes, coin. <laughs> no way. It seems different to me. It's way more aromatic. Mm-hmm. The other, the other one we used to talk about the flavor and how it didn't taste like your grandfather's cigar. This one doesn't smell like your grandfather's cigar to me. <laughs> For a while, people like peppery cigars when Nicaraguan cigars really started. Mm-hmm. Blooming and people look for a peppery yeah. component, um, but that most of that was under fermented tobacco. Yes. And the consumer, I think, is getting smarter and smarter, and they're looking for tobacco flavor, not that not that in your face pepper. Very, very rarely do I ever hear someone say, "I want you to show me something that's a pepper bomb." I am noticing more and more people through mail order asking me for something that's not overly peppery. Hmm. Yeah. And that didn't exist when I first started here. Okay. That, I, I remember an employee that hated pepper. If I gave him a cigar to try, and says, a lot of pepper in this. I don't like it. That was his go-to. Keith, remember? That was oh, his yeah. go-to. Too peppery. He Too peppery. Like, he didn't like cigars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how about uh, ring gauges? Small ring gauges, big ring gauges. I, I think it's swinging smaller again. Again, I agree with that. No way. It's what what I think the consumer is going after is you get so much more complexity out of a thicker cigar, but they don't want the thick cigar in their mouth. So I think we're going to see a glut of thick in the middle cigars that are tapered at both ends, much like the David and Goliath. Those are those are hot right now. You can't keep them in stock. <coughs> I'm see, I'm seeing a lot more 46, 48s than there used to be. As I am. Well, that's because you shop at my store, and I make sure I have them stocked for you at all times. Oh, well, thank you. You're it's very kind. I let, remind thank, me to give you a tip. There we go. <laughs> yeah, Ed Sullivan's tip's going to be not to eat yellow snow or some shit. Well, eat some lectins. Yeah. Have a sandwich. <laughs> see, the future for me, the future shouldn't be the, the size, the strength. The cigar industry needs to move away from tradition. They need to move to aquaponics to grow tobacco. Because if you look in the the marijuana industry, they're growing all year round. They're able to tweak the soils, the nutrients to get a flavor they're looking for. You got almost no cigar farms left in Connecticut. There's a huge shortage of Connecticut broadleaf. If you went to aquaponics, you can recreate that and you can grow it all year round. So the cigar... community needs to move away a little bit from tradition, especially when there's a shortage, and maybe start exploring what aquaponics can do for the industry. Is that the word? I I thought it was hydroponics. Hydroponics. I had a guy years ago, we were still across the street, that's what he was into, and this was the beginning of the leaf, um, instead of a head of lettuce, you'd get a bag of lettuce. So this guy starts this in Minnesota or whatever, hmm. and he's a cigar smoker, and he comes comes our way, and he's hanging around for a month or so doing business up here for whatever he was doing, and he's talked about the cost of tobacco, hmm. and he said it would work. 
hydroponically, you can make make it be 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We Not to mention this. the cloning capabilities. So you get the exact perfect plant you want and clone that. And now you have every plant. Looks the same, tastes the same, is the same. <clears throat> so here was the problem. I ended up contacting somebody. Um, I believe it must have been Christian Aroa back in those days. Is who I would think would be the perfect person to begin this experiment. I mean, he's big with the, the bear systems. Yep. And the problem became labor. And he said, the only way this works is if you put that in Honduras or wherever um, for the people to work at it there to do it in the United States and then get the tobacco and bring it over there would not work. You'd want to grow it where you're going to be making the cigars. That that would make yes. sense. But, you know, if you look at, uh, at the Aroa family, they're trying to recreate broadleaf. You know, we've heard Julio say they've been working with broadleaf. They're probably having a hard time getting it just right. We, we see the they Honduran could, could Cameroon is slightly different than traditional Cameroon, but if they grew it hydroponically, would they be able to duplicate that and make it en masse? Well, the problem is going to be electricity, which to us, we turn the light switch on, mm. it goes on, and it stays on all day if we don't turn it off. Mm. It's not the way it works over there. Well, I thought they don't even have enough water to put out a fire. Right. <laughs> water is an issue, and electricity is an issue. So you, you have to go where the water and electricity is uh, readily available all the time. And right now in the United States, it's pretty much available. But we, mm, that's, that could change. That could change, too. That becomes a problem. So hydroponics, I'm going to write it down anyway. Hydroponics. How about um, torpedoes? Jonathan saying shape cigars. It was, it was hot in the 90s. It died. I don't know if there's any big... Shape cigar that is all that anymore. Um, Got the eighteen ninety five Perfecto from uh, Julius <coughs> Julius Caesar. Probably the slowest moving you one. Got David and Goliath. Limited release. You have look at things like um, Hemingway. At one time mm -hmm. was a big big deal. Huge. Um, not that it doesn't sell well, but it's not the big deal that it once was. Nobody's torpedo. Is their is their biggest seller? Mm. I don't think. I smoked a torpedo mm. this morning. You did. What was it? It was a. Um, Let's just. I'll give you a hint. La Familia. It cost thirty six thousand dollars for the band. That's right, Garofalo. Mm. Perdomo makes the best torpedoes there are, but it's not Put the your best eye seller. Out. They're very yeah. pointy. Yeah, it's not the best seller. No, nope. it cost a little more than the other line, rest of the line, because of the workmanship that goes into it. The draw is perfect. It's great, but it doesn't sell well, so I don't... But it, it works well for me because he tends to go bigger ring gauge yeah. than what I like, yeah. so torpedo I can cut to size. And that one you can nip down below oh, a 38, yeah. and you've got like a mini Lancero yeah. in your mouth. You think Almost we're a done, cigarillo. Are we done with the 60 to 70 ring gauge cigars? I don't think so. I'm down with them. I think, se I think 70 is going to go by the wayside. I think 60 is going to become a staple for everybody. You know, if you look at if you've looked the way 60s and 70s sold, you know, people saw them as more value for your buck with mm. the economy the way it is. Getting worse. Does it, right, does it create a little bit of an artificial buzz or increase in sales for the larger ring gauge because it looks like you're getting more for less? Yep, yep. So maybe that doesn't, that doesn't go away. Um Things like nubs, hmm. has that seen its day? It has here. <laughs> Slow down, right? Big time. Yeah. It, it went a lot longer than I thought it was going to go, but it's still there, but it's not 
Uh, it's seen better days, I would say, when it comes to that. But that's also, I mean, after the sale, the there's been no attention. There's been no interest in events. There's no there's no reason to for a cigar store to highlight that product. There's no there's no promotion going on with it. So it just it just sits there. Yeah, yeah. They used to have the nub mobile, and they bring yeah. the roller around, when and there was got, buzz. When they got rid of Sam, that was the beginning of the end of that brand. That was a long time ago. Yeah. It was a good 10 years ago. Yeah. And, and, it, it and 10 end. years, I think the numbers have yeah. steadily gone downhill. Okay. Uh, next big place. Uh, it was the Dominican Republic for a long, long time. It became Nicaragua. I'd say the past five or six years, Nicaragua has control of it. Um, could it be... Honduras, Costa Rica, Mexico, USA. I don't think you can. I don't think Nicaragua is going to give up the throne yeah. that easy. I think. I think they're just they're just getting ahead and they're going to stay. No, you got to look at the government. There's yeah. there's issues there. Um, they're losing people dramatically For in Nicaragua. Perdomo has lost over 500 people this year. Hmm. 500 people, mostly farmers and things like that. Not, not. Are, are they going to competitors or no, leaving Nicaragua? They're leaving Nicaragua. They're taking, because you can walk from Nicaragua to the United States. The good thing about Dominican, they're not losing the people like Nicaragua. Because it's an island. It's an island. You can't <laughs> swim, right? problem with Honduran tobacco is it still has a stigma about it. I mean, I recommend Aladino and CLE and Asylum to people. And they're like, where is it made? And as soon as you say Honduras, they're like, oh, I don't like Honduran cigars. Honduran's very different than it used to be 10 years ago, 15 years ago. The, the tobacco has gotten much better. The cigars have become much cleaner in I've taste. I've always liked Honduran. Go back into the early 90s with Punch and Hoya de Monterey. Great cigars. And yeah, it was always great. But those... That, they were different than the cigar the the cigars that were coming out of the DR in Nicaragua. They they weren't as refined. Well, DR was the mild, smooth. Yeah. That that that's what the, that was, and you Creamy. can see the change. And you can see the change that's happening there, and mm. and, and not necessarily Dominican tobacco, but they're using things like Pennsylvania, and they, they have new crops of Dominican mm. stuff that's a lot stronger. And you know, it seems like they've been trying to get stronger mm. because they think that was the success of Nicaragua was yeah. the strength of Nicaraguan tobacco. I mean, Mexico was considered one of those brands that people were like, "Oh, Mexican tobacco, I don't want it." But then they Cheap. rebranded it to San Andreas, yeah. and now people are interested in it. Um, but not anything coming out of Mexico as far as being made there. That's true. There's nobody There's no has stepped there. up in Mexico. And somebody once told me, and I don't remember the specifics of it because we're talking like 10 years ago, but uh, it might have been Rene Castaneda who told me that Mexican cigars, there's some kind of law down there where it's really expensive to import other tobaccos. Correct. So they only stick to Mexican bureaus. Yeah which I think has hurt the Mexican cigar yeah. maker. It works for Nicaraguan because they have three growing areas, mm-hmm. three Really, four growing. if you count yeah. Ometempe. Yeah, and they, they can make it like a blend, even though it's a Nicaraguan Puro, yeah. where Mexico, it's pretty much the same. It's San Andreas. Yeah. San Andreas. Only. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you got in left field? Was that the hydroponics? Uh, yeah, the hydroponics. Okay. Because uh, it's, it's so heavily based in the marijuana industry right now, I thought you guys would poo-poo all over it. Um, will there be marijuana cigars? There are these THC cigars. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, Jossum Crawl has THC yeah. cigars. Uh, you think the pipe tobacco mm-hmm. thing is going to go anywhere? No. I think the JSKs are CBD. Not CBD, you're correct. Okay. Yeah, pipe tobacco... 
If you if you made it cheap, maybe it would be popular. But it's a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any repeat buyers on the Stillwell Star outside maybe single digits percentage yeah. wise. Well, they got a new one coming for the Christmas. Christmas blend. Yeah, so we'll see what that ends yeah. up doing. Does I it want, taste like Christmas cookies? I'm I'm thinking cinnamony. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping it has that cinnamon and albine and yeah. great Christmas maybe cookies. baking spices, egg, eggnog flavor, yeah, a little anise, anise. So you'd like it, Mr. Jonathan. That's where it's going with there. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) In a recent case studies, doctors described the unfortunate tale of a man who developed an allergy-like reaction to his own orgasms. The bizarre and rare affliction left him unable to pursue sexual and romantic relationships. The condition is known as post-orgasmic illness syndrome and sufferers experience symptoms similar to hay fever or flu following ejaculation, such as fatigue, itchy eyes, stuffy or runny nose, and even memory problems. These symptoms appear after every orgasm, usually within seconds, but sometimes up to hours later, and they can last anywhere from two to seven days. This one, however, has a happy ending. As it turns out, the nut allergy is cured by the over-counter antihistamine Allegra. Not and that's allergy. not only inside. It's inside. That was pretty good. Not yeah. Uh, sort of, I heard you just wear dark sunglasses. They've given that half of the panel has fallen down and hit their heads. Do we need like a TCA concussion protocol to decide when people can be? Participating? Every, everybody's had a concussion, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Jonathan skateboarding, he's had a yeah. his head a few times. Yeah, you got a he big lost bump a, on your head still. He lost all his hair spinning around on the floor yeah. or something. I used to do that crazy wrestling thing. Oh, I yeah. used to have it way too often, mess myself up. But uh, So we're talking about the next thing, what could be the next big thing. As far as getting people involved into the cigar industry, um, trips to Cuba, uh, does that make a comeback? That was going for a while, and then um, um, Trump came in and stopped all that, and they say they're starting it up again, but Cuba is is a mess right now. Yep. Uh, maybe not a place you want to go to, I would say, um, but cigar experiences, festivals. How about... Um, podcasting, the Zoom call things that were going on all the time, uh, cigar clubs, the Cigar of the Month things, membership. There's things. a lot of them now. Yeah. Uh, I think this- those are getting bigger. I mean, we're noticing former reps starting their own Cigar of the Month clubs. Really? Yeah, Arturo Diaz. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, mm. interesting. Uh, Dave, Ripley fan one says... Some small dispensaries make huge blunts and sell them as pot cigars. They're like forty dollars. Wow! Because right now with the marijuana regulation, it's hard to make something national because of all the different regulations right. in the so, different. So states. you got to be high in order to spend that price to get high. Yes. 
Gotcha. Nailed it. Forty dollars for a pot cigar. Yeah, yeah. rather smoke it off, Alfonso. I'm all set. <laughs> I wonder what the rating is on those pot cigars. <laughs> <laughs> would you ever review a pot cigar? Uh, no, but would. my wife would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, it's time to go into the confessional, and that is going to be brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? It's been been over a week since I've done a, done a confession. So yeah. I think I'm due. All right. And as you know, I don't do much wrong anymore, so I have to go back in time. I think this one would be about 1985. All right. Anybody and have any guess on this? Night? I was Ed, seven. Ed Sullivan in 1985. Quaaludes? No. Did it involve any sort of butt plug? No. I'm out. So at that time, the woman I was dating was from England. You, you always go outside the U.S. for your, for your dates. Oh, yeah. Is the woman you were dating now your wife? No. Wow. She's from Scotland. Gotcha. This one became my first wife, but we were not married at the time. All right. So we go back to visit her home country, and we rented a car, a shitty little car. I don't know if you remember the Ford Fiesta. Sure. Oh, Tiny yeah. little car with a .9 liter engine. Okay. We're driving around on the wrong side of the road, of course, and we go to visit some friends of hers. Did they have the, the, the driving wheel on the passenger side? Yes. Okay. We go to visit some friends of hers, and we pull in the driveway, and they've got a Ford Festiva. So we go inside, and they said, hey, do you mind if we just swap the wheels? Our tires are kind of worn out. And it's the same kind of wheels, so we'll just swap it over. I'll tell you, it wasn't the first time they did it. They were like an indie pit crew. And all of a sudden, I had the old tires on my rental car, and they had some nice brand wow, new that's tires. Wrong. that's wrong. And then we returned it, never heard a word about it. Now, wow. now hang on a second. Barry just learned something. Did. <laughs> good so idea. <laughs> did Ed Sullivan commit wow. the crime, or did the pit crew commit the crime? Well, he allowed it he to happen. He aided and abetted. Yeah. He allowed it to happen, and it's on his... I mean... They That's asked, wrong. They that asked wrong. permission, and I said, oh, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. It's not... I don't think he's all that complicit. I think what went to come in, I'm going to rent the car this <laughs> weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till they get snow tires did, on it. <laughs> did we all learn something today on the Cigar Authority? That is wrong, and, and it should not be. You're the one pulling the button on here, but that's very wrong. Really? That should be bad. Well, all right. I'll give myself a penance then. Oh, jeez. You're an animal. For your penance, you must buy and smoke one full box of all Saint cigars this week. Wow. <laughs> In one week, I've got to go through a whole box. I think you I just have to buy it. it. You just have to buy it. 
Oh, he and said smoke. smoke. Buy and smoke. You could do it. Well, you smoke like eight a day, right? <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. get through it. He easy. likes to switch them up, though. Mm. It's I not know. the same cigar. He switches, switches, switches. How many different cigars so far today? It's, it's what? It's one o'clock? Six. All different. Yeah. Six different cigars mm. at one thirty so far today. Mm. He'll get at least a couple more in, and they'll be different. Yeah. Well, they, they may be all Saint cigars. They'll both be all Saint cigars. Uh, all right, early thoughts here on Freud. I'm going to tell you it is spicy. It is a six in strength, and it's ginger snaps all day Ooh, long. All day long. All day. You are so right. Yep. Even number six? Even number six. I'll give you the six, six and the ginger snaps. Ginger snaps. And I like myself some ginger snaps. If I give I, you I would the like six, ginger snaps tonight. If I give you the six and the ginger snaps, do we lose Maduro Dave for the rest of the Yo, show? No, I'm I'm fine. Are you? Yeah. Just so if I bring up stolen pizza, your blood pressure. <laughs> we get there's the, the vein right we get, there. We got the after show coming, so I cannot. You I'm, can I'm, vent on the after show. I'm venting. I'm venting on the after show. It's good. And all ginger right. snaps is a good. We're good all in number. agreement. Okay, wow, this never happens, folks. We're going to take a break and celebrate. We're coming back with letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away, and the Fat Finger Countdown. So stick around. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. 
The H-Up in 1844 in Yeho is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hey, I am the king of the small gauge cigars, Noel Rojas, from Rojas Cigars. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority in the United Podcasts Network. And we are back. <coughs> yeah, Ooh. inhale. All choked up. Here's about the pot <laughs> cigar, and he starts thinking he's smoking one. No, I did. I inhaled it. I, I think he thought of the pizza again. <laughs> We're smoking Freud and uh, Ginger Snaps and... Uh, yeah, Good no. cigar made by the William Ventura Company, and um, they're the ones that had the fire and uh, was smoking all Ventura all day. Um, in respect for them, and hopefully we see a big comeback uh, from them. It's going it's to be uh, going to be a shortage, right? It's going to be uh, hard to get a couple of years. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Uh, you want to take do a sip of coffee? Yeah, or? I do. I do. All right. Oh, maybe what? you can turn this into a conspiracy with, you know, uh, all I, the ties to Davidoff and, you know, maybe there was some jealousy. Nobody I, knows I, where I the fire came from. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. All right. I got a Fat Finger Countdown. The Fat Finger Countdown is the Cigar Authority's 12th year anniversary cigar. It is a Lancero. I don't know if you've heard about it. In case it's the first time listening, we made a cigar for our 12th year anniversary it was on April 2nd, 2022. One size Lancero came out. It is seven, inch, seven inches by 38 ring gauge, an actual Lancero. It came in three different color boxes. We made 300 boxes of them, 100 boxes of each color, and they are boxes of 12. The cigars cost $12 per single or a box of 12 for $112, bringing it down to $9.33. <clears throat> You can double up and get two boxes for $199, bringing it down to $8.33. Or you can get all three color boxes for $259, bringing it down to $7.22 a piece. Started off real good. We sold 100 boxes the first day. And then it Do you began- have this written down somewhere? No. Because it's the same shit every time. 
<clears throat> people that are listening to the show are sick of hearing this. It's like a commercial, right? <laughs> um, we have 80 boxes left. Last week we had 81. Now we have 80. <laughs> one week. Barry swears we sold two boxes, but the we, number only changed. Well, we did. Jay Bush, he bought it before the show <clears throat> last week. Oh. so Because it went from 92 to 81. We had a great week the mm-hmm. last week, but this week just down to one to 80. And at this pace, we'll hear about this for another year and three quarters. Hmm. We'll see what happens. But right. we get impressed. The, the whole away. reason for this was to show you the Lanceros don't sell. And I've proven I my point. I don't recall anybody saying that they do. Yeah, people say it. <laughs> Manufacturers keep coming out with Lanceros and they tell you how awesome they are. But people. And they tell me to buy them. And I do. And then I get screwed. So I did it for myself. I screwed myself. This week's best email of the week is brought to you by Vega Fina. This week, ah, different the one. prize is a Bluetooth set of headphones, yep. a cell phone wallet, not what to pe- be confused with Barry's prison wallet. That's what you <laughs> stick in the back of your cell phone and you put your money in? Yeah, yeah. and then there's, there's a glass bottle. And I think one out of a hundred of these glass bottles is going to come with lotion. No, in because it, it says right on it. No, no. The one that he took the picture of isn't one of the, the ones that has <laughs> no, the lotion. No, I think this is the ad they sent. That, <laughs> that no particular one doesn't have lotion, but one of the prize packs has got to have lotion in it. Earbuds. Um, when we do our um, – somebody needs earbuds when we do the um, clubhouse call on Tuesdays when we do that. Uh, was it Jay or somebody ended up – somebody bought – New new, new uh, earbuds, yeah, and it was much better. We could hear them, and yeah, yeah, Jay Bushy, yeah. You done talking <clears throat> now? I am. You, you, you continue to... to talk, so I can. Uh, All right. Get the this. following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. We're all going to recognize the name. It's uh, George Tappies. Ah, of uh, Cigar Journal fame. Mm. The subject is breathe right strips. Greetings from Hong Kong, fellas. I have to say that I'm with Barry on the Breathe Right Strip issue. (laughs) One thing I believe you neglected to consider when discussing the topic is the fact that when you wear the strip over your nose, it does indeed open up the channels a bit, which in turn, I would say, makes the smoke flow faster through your nose and on the retrohale. If the smoke flows faster, I would therefore say there is less of a chance to capture all of the nuances of the aromas and flavor notes since the flow is faster and less restricted. How about the, the in pot? That's the out pot, but breathing in. I can't wait for the next email. Okay. <laughs> I would compare that to <clears throat> sipping a spirit longer versus faster. Which way would you say is better for getting all the flavor notes? Just a thought. S- slower. And one more thing. I think Dave should hire a Spanish speaker that can help you with all your Spanish pronunciation. <laughs> I cringe every time you guys butcher any of the Spanish names that we all regularly use in the cigar business. I love the show, George. Okay. Love the okay. show, but doesn't like the delivery. You're, you're Spanish. Now, in, in, the delivery. in defense of the Breathe Right thing, we, <coughs> we did experience a higher level of perception of flavor with the Breathe Right strips on. It was not diminished in any way. It was accentuated. Yes, I thought it was good. I thought it was interesting. It's not something I would want to do all the time, no. but if it or was ever again, if it was a, a cigar that you were struggling to get flavor notes on, it might it might enhance it. How do you spell George? J O R G E. How do we know it's not Jorge? Did you I just butcher his name? I don't know. You might he, have. It didn't. It doesn't have a pronunciation key next to it. 
Did you ever eat a meal with a Breathe Right strip? No, and I never will. But you, then you never know. It's the dumbest thing ever. No, it isn't. <laughs> anything, it's dumb not to try. Anything that Barry didn't <clears throat> think of is the dumbest thing ever. I mean, dinner tonight with a Breathe Right strip. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have 997 yes. of them, so... <laughs> All right. Dyson writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The subject line is annoyed. Mm. Hello, gentlemen of the leaf. I was listening to the show right before I picked my daughter up from school. This may not go well. The show was near the end when Mr. J was reading the emails, and I thought it would be fun for her and I to play the classic three-way with you guys. And then we said something bad. As the <laughs> emails were being read, she asked about the bell. I pause the show to explain that every time a Lancero-sized cigar is mentioned, they ring the bell. I unpause the show, and we continue to listen, but then she got annoyed. Annoyed about what, you may ask? But let me share. She said, the bell was not used the appropriate amount of times that Lancero was mentioned, and she said that the one guy, that one guy, continues to interrupt the reading. (laughs) It makes it hard to follow the email. No shit. The only thing I could do was laugh and say that that's Dave being classic Dave. We then played the classic three-way with you guys, and I did win the classic three-way, and now she looks forward to playing again next week. we got to clean up our act. Yeah. Oh. And, and there you go. We read the email. He mentions Lancero at least two times, and you didn't ring the bell. <laughs> now she'll be happy. I don't know if this show is for all Children. audience. All <laughs> no, audiences. No. It's clearly uh, it's listed marked. as 21 plus. So yeah. it's marked. listen to your own. That's, that's up to them to do it. That's the yeah, father. It's parenting. Yes. James is listening. Yeah. He's, he's one years old, one and a half almost. Well, the, the interesting thing about your family is that your mother has not had a filter on her <laughs> mouth ever. So yeah. he hears the four letter words, and it may be the first word he says. It may be. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, right. that's Dyson. Michael writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. The subject line is Jay Bushy guilt trip. Good day, gentlemen. And Jay Mr. Bushy Jay. got some play today. He did. <clears throat> Candy corn and boxes of Lanceros should be bought for the same reason, because they exist. However, as Maduro Davis stated many times, they don't sell in significant amounts unless strings are tugged to get you to crack open your wallet out of sentimentality. Did you ever try to buy candy corn in April? No, because it doesn't exist, nor do regular box sales of Lancero at any time of the year. Hmm. A bag of candy corn or a box of Lanceros for the troops is the same thing, buying it because it's there. Jay and Barry are right, support the troops, but should we support them by merely unloading the slow movers on the inventory? Nay, they deserve what we deserve. I mean, wars are fought with the equipment provided by the lowest bidders. Let's support the troops 102%. Barry? Oh, God. Do not, <laughs> do not send a size of cigars because they are there. Send them because you want the cigars to be there. Toro, Robusto, Churchill, and yes, even Lancero. The 12th anniversary Lancero may live on and on and on, but it will exist in a time of its own without forced sales or sentiment. I say the value of your candy corn... Our boxes of Lanceros, and most especially our troops, is important. They exist in their time, in their place, and for their purpose. Signed, Mike. P.S. I have a box of Cigar Authority Lanceros, and I'm holding on. I'm holding out to get the last box, which I think should be autographed by the entire team to mark the accomplishment of clearing out the lot. P.P.S. This email was written under the influence of three gin and tonics. 
I, I sense a Dave promotion on Halloween. Buy a box of Lanceros and a bag of candy corn. <laughs> you know what I might do? I might not sell any more Lanceros. Oh, my God. I might. Who are you and what have are you, you done are you with you? Just smoke them all yourself? Just at a, at a certain number, stop. Everybody's looking for the last one. The last one is never going to be bought. Maybe the last 50, 70 <clears throat> never get bought. I pull them and just hold them forever. That's it. And then they really want them. You can't get you them. you want what you can't have. Might be something here. I learned <laughs> a lot from that, from that email. A lot of things were going through my mind. That was a great email. It has my vote also. So that's two out of four. It doesn't, doesn't matter, matter at this point because Jonathan gets the winning vote. I was going to vote for Dyson so he can win in front of his daughter, but... Okay. I don't really care. Yeah. All right, so it's Michael. <laughs> okay, Michael wins it. Dyson was in the lead for a long time, but the Michael email just was... It was clutch. Um, the after show. The after show after the show is going to be on Wednesday, unless, of course, you're on MeWe, and we throw it out there for the MeWe people on Tuesday, a video portion of it if you want to get that speaking of me we sign up to me we i put the the picture oh, of my God. brisket on uh the me yes and i took an awful lot of heat because i <clears> smoked <throat> it for three hours and then put it in the sous vide <clears throat> for overnight and it came out bloody perfect as you were bitching about it i went went on to look and see what the problem was and then i saw you were interacting which was stirring it up even more which is what what the problem ends up happening oh Just it's my fault no, it's not your fault that, that it happened, but it was your fault that it escalated. You made it escalate by, by jumping in, and then they jumped. It was no longer a smoked brisket. That's what my issue is. You made a brisket. He made, it he wasn't made a, smoked. He made a smoked brisket. Then he put it in the sous and finished it off in the sous fit I actually finished it in the oven to reset the crust, okay. which is completely unnecessary. But, I, but, but what I did was actually tasted it. <laughs> it was fabulous. Yes, but you mentioned earlier uh, when we were talking. You mentioned two Chef other. Charlie. You mentioned two others. Yeah, was, Chef Charlie was taught me the technique. Third? It was Chef Charlie's done, but this this served a different person. It was juicier, obviously. Mm. It also made a broth for you. Oh, for later. The, the au jus was unreal. Uh, I wouldn't have thought it unless I actually tried it. So it's like when people say, oh, that cigar is way overpriced. Did you ever smoke it? No, I never smoked it. Oh, well, you're not allowed to do it. Here you yeah, are fourth saying place, it wasn't good. Yeah, fourth place meatballs. I'm sorry he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. Mm. But you, you're not allowed to review his brisket without tasting it. Call it brisket. And, it's not smoked at this you point. you have absolutely zero technique in the kitchen. You don't cook. So therefore, you made a you, meatball and it was good. Your my, my, doesn't my, matter. My meatball got more votes than your meatball. That's it. Case closed. That's it. True. And his meatball. That's not true I because help. I've competed five times. So you add up all the votes. I have more votes than you. I couldn't tell the difference between my meatball and his meatball, and I thought me my meatball was really good. Yeah, unfortunately, so, you lost because we split the vote. We split the vote because that's how mm-hmm. right on it was. So take nothing away from this meatball. Well, his meatball is better than your meatball, but his brisket is better than your brisket because I never had his brisket. That didn't make sense, but okay. What do you mean it didn't? Make Point sense? Pointed at the wrong person. That's all. Um, it's fine. Jonathan, have you considered maybe? <clears throat> sous vide your next meatballs? Ooh. 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 Yeah. Are you I, in on the meatball this year? Of course. 
I'm never not making meatballs for that event. You can say I'm not doing it. You can say I'm out. There's going to be a tray of meatballs set up with my color flag on it. If I have to buy my own flags. Rainbow. <laughs> sous vide the meatball. You got to cook it all the way through, though. So you got to well, sous yeah, vide. Yeah. Can, can you sous vide to that degree? Sure. The problem is yeah, sous vide cook the brisket at 184. Texture. You have no idea, and no, it doesn't. Ed, we had this conversation the other day. Does sous vide so, change the texture? Depends on how long you sous vide it for. Mm-hmm. It can change the texture if you let it go too long based on the Which thickness the same, of the meat. Yeah, the <clears throat> same can be said about smoking it for too long. If you're cooking anything for too long, you change the texture. You just keep breaking it down. Just, just for the hell of it, sous vide some meatballs Monday, Tuesday, whatever <laughs> day you come in. I, I would just think to you, do it. I would think you have to finish them off on a frying course, pan or something. Of course. I could bust out the torch. <laughs> Gonna crumble you mean? Yes. Put a little, put a little char. He wouldn't on the be outside. the first one that did it. No. He wouldn't be the first there one. There is precedent. John Connie creme brulee his meatballs <laughs> and lost. But if you're gonna lose anyway, why not go the yeah. sous vide route? And would the meatball actually stay the same size? No, it shrinks. It would shrink also. Yeah, you'd end up with the same problem you have with the brisket. You end up with all this ajou at the end. <laughs> That the meatball just sat in. And then we could do something with that. I don't think so. <laughs> no? Hey, as a plus, at least you're not the embarrassment of Italy. Like somebody oh, was. boy, yeah. Uh, two people. <laughs> yes. We have a Irish girl coming in this year. Yeah? She's in. She's probably going to win. She's probably she going to win. Cooking them in Guinness you, or something? Was she in Nashua this week? I don't know. Okay. She's not here today. No, but I know you had a meeting this week where you came to Nashua, and I think she might be Irish. No, no, no. No? Okay. Not her. So we we, we have the setup, but you are in it too? Of course. Of course. All right, let's get to the classic three-way, and that is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Where are you? There you go. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Okay, because you like the classic cigar segment so much, I have five questions today and no tiebreakers. Who's the champion? Dyson. Dyson's our champion? Yeah, but if not, he's not here, so I'll, I'll be the champion. All right. All right. These are all born today. No tricks. Everybody's born today. It's a lot of birthdays here. So you're admitting to having tricks at other times. Mm-hmm. Well, well I, he does I, die today. Yeah. Happen on this day. Mm-hmm. Today is born today. Everybody, including Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Movie actor, Jurassic Park star, who also played memorable roles in The Big Chill. His appearance in The Fly and Independence Day earned him additional fame. You know him, Jeff 
Goldblum, born today. What year was that, Ed Sullivan? 1955. 55, he says. 52. 52. I got 52 written down. 52. We have two points going to two people. 52. I feel like such a loser right now. You are. Yeah, we got two for Barry and two for Mr. Jonathan. Four points behind right now, buddy. Fuck. Why are you four (laughs) points behind? I was was employing Dave Math. Okay. Because <laughs> an eggplant is nine percent and a tomato is five percent, so that's fourteen percent when you add them together. Because it's not. It's why not. is it not? Because that's not how percentages work. You add them all together and you divide, not add. If you have eggplant parmesan, there's tomato on it and is it on the eggplant. On it, you have You still only have five percent of the tomatoes nicotine. And seven or nine percent of the eggplant is nicotine. It's still a percentage. Now you have to figure out what the percentage is between the two. It would be a dividing. Not is he an correct adding. on this? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Really? It's just how math works. I didn't invent it, and I'm not even that good at it. All right, it's better than you. Well, this is a scientist now. His right. birthday is today. Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> <laughs> movie actor. <laughs> Zany character actor best known for playing Reverend Jim on the sitcom Taxi and, and he Emmett did Doc such Brown a good job. in Back to the Future series. That's it. What year was he born? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with 1944. 44. 30. 30. Fuck. I had 1943. 43. Uh, 30, says Barry Stein. 38. So very good. Wow. Barry Stein Barry's gets a like point. a winner. He should get concussed more often. <laughs> there we go. All of a sudden, he, he knows everything, right? The Costanza effect. He, know, he got knocked in his head. And he knows <laughs> how he knows all the dates. Born today is Jerome Hershowitz and nicknamed Curly by his brother, Curly Howard, an American actor, vaudeville actor, known for his comic skills, childhood. Uh, some word I can't pronounce. His performance, <laughs> early member of the Three Stooges, was particularly popular with children. He's forced to retire in his early career because of a stroke, but he was born today. The, Curly Howard. Here's a tip for you. Jerome you, you don't have to admit you don't know how to pronounce it. You can just skip it because nobody else has it. All right. He makes a good point. The word was mannerism. Oh, you mannerism. got it. You I nailed it. Now. 1902. 1902, he says. I had 1917. 17. I have 1901. 01. And you would him it at 02. The only way he could make it a point is if it was 03. And it is. Barry Stein, <laughs> another point. Wow. So once Barry's back to normal yeah. on losing, we yeah. know the concussion goes back to being retarded. Good. Another point for Barry. And it's hey, over you're not to allowed Barry. not use that word anymore. Uh, you can call me a homo. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Editor Bolari, American, born today, American, Italian-American chef. Editor Mario Bolari Batali. is remembered and revered in the culinary industry for his food brand, Chef Boyardi. Oh. Which made him variety of Italian food products such as spaghetti sauces uh, also uh, available to America for the first time. Chef Boyardi, born today. What year? You're up, Ed. I'm up? Yeah. 
1914. 1815. 1815. 1887. For the point, 1897. 1897. <laughs> What's he got, it's like comical. Five it's comical. He's an idiot savant. <laughs> or just an idiot. Whatever's yeah. going on, it's working. Um, Final question. So the Barry's score, winning. The score right now is Barry 5, Mr. Jonathan 2, Ed Sullivan 0. This is completely backwards. Well, my concussion worked the other way. Uh. It's on to Mr. Jonathan. Born today, Annette Funicello. Oh, yeah? Starred performing in the Mickey Mouse Club as a Mouseketeer. At the age of 12, she later um, delivered a hit single such as Tall Paul and the Pineapple Princess and became a successful actor, appearing in beach party films such as Bikini Beach. Mm. Annette Funicello, born today. Do you even know who she is? Yes. Oh, uh, 1929. 29. 39. 39. 23. 23. Barry Stein says 39. It's 42. And Barry Stein gets another point. to 0. See, now there's where you could use addition. He had five before that question. <laughs> I couldn't he remember that, though. He got one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he has six. I couldn't remember. But... Well, pretty comical. He, he hit his head, <laughs> and he gets all the answers right. Whatever works. Uh, Goodness gracious. <laughs> and we'll know next week if he gets yeah, wiped out. The concussion's over. Concussion's gone. <laughs> no using that anymore. Concussion's over. We could incorporate this into our concussion protocol somehow. <laughs> we need a tent to put Barry in and check him. So I saved this email just for a general conversation because we talk about this all the time. It, it was It's an older email, so it's lost contention. But uh, can you please explain on your show what method each of you use to grade a cigar on strength and also on body? Is nicotine buzz the strength, flavor intensity for body? I can't seem to find an explanation on strength grading criteria. If the Cigar Authority can't answer this question, then I suppose no one can. Signed, Casey. There is a difference, dramatic difference, but how would I actually say that that ends up happening? Well, there's something, there's two things going on. I believe that when Barry, myself, and Ed are talking about strength, we are referring to nicotine. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about flavor, we're referring to flavor. You can't measure flavor. nicotine, but you can You can measure no, it with it, your body. It's perceived. It's perceived. Yes. So we're, we're using a 1 to 10 scale on strength, that's nicotine, and then flavor is a 1 to 10 scale as well. You mix the two up all the time and you just start throwing numbers out oh this is a six for strength and you're talking about flavor yeah and the reason why you got it right on this one is because it happened to be both the same you said a six for flavor to six for strength so there was no confusing six so that's the answer he doesn't like it. You don't. He, he doesn't like it because he, he wants there to be some sort of test where you, you lick the cigar and you rub a paper on it and it says, oh, nicotine strength of six. It, it, there's no scientific way of doing no. it. You just you smoke the cigar and you go, oh, I feel this is a six because we're professionals. And because I don't like full-of-body cigars, I feel it when it starts getting into the seven. Sure. That I'm not, now I'm not liking the yeah, feeling you're, that I'm you're, getting. You're getting ready to tap out. Yeah. But that's, that's strength. Not flavor. But, but flavor, if it's a 10 in flavor, I love it. Correct. So let's start using those two terms apart from each other. And then well, poor Casey won't be confused. Aside from cigars, how do you rate pizzas, Dave? 
Well, on time plays a huge factor. <laughs> on delivery of, of that, but but there's flop. How much yeah. flop when you pick I, it up? I like a firm. Cro- the, the dough is key. It's everything. I always order it well done because I don't want my pizza to go but, limp. But say you got crappy dough. If it's fresh dough and and, and the the gluten hasn't relaxed and the dough doesn't stretch when the pizza maker is stretching mm. it and starts to tear. You're not going to have a good pizza. And I don't want sugar in my sauce. No. no Dave, how do you not. feel about the fold? I like it straight on. I'll do the fold. You get a, a yeah, double wide a slice giant or something. Slice, yeah, yeah, you, you, you have no you choice but do. to do it, but I'd rather. You got to fold when you get too much flop, and there you lose mm-hmm. points on the pizza. The real play is two slices of pizza on top of each other, fold them, and then eat them that way. No. It's the Saturday Night Fever way. Yeah, but no, I want it straight on, <laughs> and I want it. Uh, a good crust to it, and uh, it doesn't have to be this extra cheese shit. I don't even want that. No, no, too much oil at yep. that point. And if you do the fold, you're putting an oil grease stain on your shirt. Yeah. So you do you put it inside out? Sauce on top of the cheese. I do, uh, but I've been using a whole milk mozzarella, which has a slower burn to it and it works out a lot better so i don't have to do it as much as i did the sauce on the top so the cheese doesn't burn are you a fan of the white pie it's all right From my time wife, to time I my, like my the white wife pie. does it every time that's, that's what she mm-hmm. wants every time so i'll have a slice of that and i'll eat a whole pie of the it's, it's not pizza it's garlic bread it's garlic aioli spread on yeah, top yeah. of pizza dough it's garlic bread yeah i, I like red sauce but i don't like tomatoes well, you have to turn the tomatoes into food by cooking them. By cooking it, right. Yeah. If you de-seed them and take the skins off, there's no lectin, so you're all, you're all set. Can't be bothered. No. Mm. We're not afraid of lectins. Yeah. Don't be afraid of them. <laughs> A new year is coming. I'm not afraid. I'm not, I'm not eating lectins on the show. I already know where your brain is going. You're going to try to set me up with some shit. I'm not doing it. We're doing something. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not. We have something planned. No. The Feast of the Seven Lectins. That's coming. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts on Freud. Final thoughts. How expensive is this? It's this up- was uh, $17, 19 it's I a think. Lot, it's a lot of money, but it's a really good cigar. Listen, the whole. It, I got another, I don't know, 30 minutes going. We've been smoking it for an hour. It, you're not getting ripped off on the price because of how slow it smokes. It's got a great draw. The combustion line is solid. I'd like to see How, the How's ash. it selling? How's it selling for a 42 range? We went right through the first batch, and uh, Lon- the Lonsdale was the first one to sell. Wow. We ordered a second batch, pretty much went through, and then they had the fire, and they called us and said, we just got a shipment in Florida. It'll be the last for a while. Do you want more? So we got a Florida. small amount, uh, but they also were able to send us uh, Agape, which was the other cigar that came out that was blended by Eladio Diaz. Did we receive that yet? That came in this week, but I think it was such a small amount. Unfortunately, I'm not sure if they made it to the stores. Uh, Jonathan can answer that. They did no. not. But I think we got like five boxes, well, six boxes. Right. It's not enough for us. We're players here. And unfortunately, with the fire, that's pretty much all it's going to be, I believe. Well, no, that's a different factory altogether. Um, of, of I thought they were made at the Ventura factory. No, <laughs> made it as made it at Eladio Diaz's new factory. That's the first cigars to ever come out mm-hmm. out of Eladio Diaz's new factory, mm-hmm. which I didn't get to see. 
because when I went down there, it was all top secret and stuff, and I mm. was going down with a project and stuff, and he was going to meet me, and he was going to show me it and everything, and it never happened. Then hopefully we get the rest of our order the next couple of weeks. Yeah, because we didn't order five boxes of anything. Mm. <laughs> One size? One size. One size. All right. I believe. I could be wrong. My all memory's right. a little shot. So anyway... Um, William Ventura Factory, so sorry what happened, and they're going to continue, and they're going to be back to where they were, but it's going to take some time. Everybody have patience with them. Don't forget them. And uh, they, uh, Henderson and, and his brothers, they're going to be a big thing. Uh, they just got a big setback, but uh, watch them. Watch them because they're going to be something. So that's it. Next week. Every cigar brand has a story, but no story as controversial as the brand Cohiba. Lawsuits, prices, and the most ripped-off brand in history. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.